Here we go. All right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. Ow. On a scale of one, Ow. on a scale, ah. on a scale, Ow. on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister. Christian Allgaier. And this is episode 20 and we talk all things Disney, the parks, the movies, the TV shows, etc. And today we will be starting off with uh, three, uh, no, six would you rather questions and we will finish with another six would you rather questions. All right. And these are all Pixar movie related. Um, so the first question is, would you rather have one giant eyeball or blue and purple fur? Blue and purple fur. And the reason why I say this is because I don't want one eye. I kind of like my two. And the fur would keep me nice and warm in the winter when I have to worry about a coat. I'm going with blue and purple fur because I think it's pretty. And the one eyeball, one giant eyeball is a little scary slash freaky looking <laughs> though i guess that would save me money on contacts and glasses because i wouldn't have to wear well, two uh, contacts i can wear one yeah but remember a it'd be a giant eyeball so probably still cost more to have a contact that size that's true <laughs> didn't think of that all right would you rather travel by a ho uh, a hose a house floating on balloons or by the axiom on wally uh, the the axiom on Wally. Okay, why? And I I say that because um, I think I would have, you know, that has its like own gravity. It's it's its own thing. Like I feel like being a house carried by balloons. I'm I'm scared they're all gonna pop and the house is gonna fall. You know. Yeah. Not really. Not really feeling that. So I'd say the axiom because I feel like you have everything that you really need on there, and. Um... You know, there's food, there's a pool, there's mm-hmm. TVs, whatever. It's like a whole world on there, so. Once you get that house up on balloons, you can't really control where you're going either. Yeah, that's true. Alright, so next question is, would you rather have Remy control your every movement or have to pretend to be inanimate around humans? Um, I would probably like to have Remy control my every movement. Uh, that way he can uh, cook me food. Um, you know, cook cook me some good food. And I wouldn't have to worry about learning how to cook. I'd just let him take over. Um, being a toy or like being inanimate around humans, I couldn't socialize. I would have to pretty much play dead the whole time. And I'm not about that. Okay, so I would say the inanimate thing. Um, but because you can socialize once people aren't around and people have to leave. With other with other people doing the same thing you are. But, I mean, you can't do it around, like... It doesn't say you're a toy. It just says you're inanimate around humans. So Well, I would think that you're a toy. That doesn't say it in the book, does it? No. All right. Would you rather have a talking dog or a talking dinosaur? 
Talking Dinosaur. Okay, why? Because I love dinosaurs. I want a dinosaur. Um, and it'd be cool to, to be actually be able to talk to it so I can tell him, don't eat me. He understands me. <laughs> He'll tell me I'm not going to eat you, and that'll feel a lot better. You know. <laughs> okay, so it's I would... the best way to have a pet dinosaur. I would say talking dog because they're more manageable to have in a house. And I like having dogs, but then it would make it more interesting if they can talk to you. Dinosaur would be a bit hard to fit in the house. Not if you get a small one. Let alone T Rex. Let alone what the heck do you feed the thing? I mean, I guess unless you're having a raw meat. Yeah. You have you spend a lot of money on food. Yeah, well I don't care if he gets the neighbor's dog as long as <laughs> as long as he doesn't eat me. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have super strength or super speed? Super strength. Super speed. Okay, super wow. Super speed. I think super speed would be uh, cooler. Um, I could travel the world really fast. Uh, I could sleep until I had to be like at work in five minutes and I could just dash my way there. Um as soon as I leave work, I can dash back home. On lunch breaks, I could dash around wherever I want it. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. Weekends, I could go wherever I want it. You know, no flight travel. You know, super strength, all you can do is lift. You know, like you can't really... You lift and throw. Lift and throw. You know, super speed, I can go wherever I want in the world. Top that. Um. Okay, well, I was going to say super strength because this is going to be weird. But the first thing that comes to my mind is like... In the case of, like, some kind of accident in a car or something like that, I feel like you'd be able to use it to benefit you. Or, like, anything that was going on in a bad situation. I feel like that would help you more or than super Or you speed. could just dash away. See that? Yeah, but, like, I'm thinking, like, getting my kids out of the car. Yeah, but they say moms already have that superhuman strength when their kids are in trouble. So, you wouldn't actually need True. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's six, right? I guess. I wasn't keeping I'm track. I'm looking. Hold on. Oh, no. We need one more, I think. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you rather learn archery from Merida or racing from Lightning Merida. McQueen? Merida, whatever. I guess racing from Lightning McQueen because then I could use it when I have my super speed. Yeah, I guess. Get that, right? Yeah. So archery is cool, but I already know archery, so I don't actually have to learn it. So, yeah, but humble brag. Yeah, but do you really know archery as good as she does? Probably not. Uh, she's a fictional character, so yeah, I probably do. Whatever. <laughs> I'd pick that one because I think that'd be cool. Archery. Not that you ever really okay. use bow and arrows anymore, but exactly you can. All right, so that's six. Okay. Well, okay, so we will move on to our um, to our news segment. Extra, extra, read all about it. Uh, but I don't think we have a lot of news. I mean, it's decent amount of news, but. Um, we're starting with Club 33. 
and their Walt Disney logo. So, uh, Club 33 is coming to Disney World. Each park will have a Club 33 location. It is pricey. Um, I believe it's... I don't have the prices in front of me, but it's... it's What, Joy? Oh. I, we, we think it's 25000 a year with a $15,000 um, contract fee, like when you sign up. Um, so that's like 40000 a uh, a year, uh, pretty much. Hmm. Well, for the first year, at least. Um, you know, they're trying to get the Golden Oak um, people to sign up for it currently. But this logo, I don't know if you've seen it. Kind of looks like a compass with 33 in it. Um, it's not as sleek and as... I mean, they tried to. I think they tried to make it more sleek than than it is, um, or than the old one was. But for me, it doesn't look like it has that historical aspect that the original Club Thirty Three logo has. Um, I'm not really sure how I feel about them adding Club Thirty Three locations anyway. Okay. I feel like it was something that was originally, you know, a nice little secret, something that people would be like, oh, you know, they had this thing at Disneyland type thing. Um, and now they're just kind of like monetizing it, you know? Well, I feel like they should have one in Disney, but probably not every park. Like in Disney World, you know? Mm-hmm. But then again, I guess yeah. if you're paying that much, you should be able to access it everywhere. <laughs> I mean, what yeah, are what are the benefits of going in there? I, I don't really know. I mean, I know the one in Disneyland, it's like, I went and saw it, like, not inside. But we went around to the, you know, the doorway of it. Um, it's kind of in New Orleans Square. That's what I thought. Close to Pirates and Blue Bay uh, Restaurant. Um, but it, uh, I, I think it was just like, kind of like a secret place where, you know, like, people could, like, that were part of Club 33 could go there and, like, you know, chill out. Um I don't know. I don't really know. It's just, it seems like now it's just, I don't even know what they're going to do at Disney World. I guess it'd be kind of like how we have, I'm, the way I'm looking at it is like the DVC lounge in Epcot. That's what I was thinking. But maybe swankier and, and more stuff to actually do. Yeah, because um, to me, I just don't see the appeal. Yeah. Just seems yeah, like definitely. crazy. I mean, and how many people are going to be able to get there that many times a year for it to even be worth it you know yeah definitely but uh that's why they're trying to get them to some of the golden oak uh people that live there that's true true um you know it's going to go on sale to the general public soon but again to me i don't go to disney just to go sit in a thing yeah i think it's more of like that we're part of club 33 this legendary yeah yeah special thing yeah yeah i gotcha Okay, so then we will move on to... There's more information information about the Fan Days event in Paris, which is happening in uh, June uh, when I'm over there. But I think... I think you can't buy single tickets. So you have to already... like You have to buy a themed package, which comes with the room and the tickets, which I already have the room and the tickets. So I might give them a call and see if I can upgrade or something. Because mm-hmm. um, this, we're going to be able to meet... Oswald, um, Hortensia is his version of Minnie Mouse, pretty much. It's right. his girlfriend. Um, girlfriend. It, she's making her world first appearance there. Um, 
There's also going to be characters from Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop, Tailspin. Um, wow. Frozone and the Incredibles will be there. They're doing some nighttime spectaculars that's called Max Live, getting goofy with it. They have a Dance Your DuckTales parade. So they got a lot going on there um, on that Saturday the 2nd. And I want to be able to go, but I just don't know if they're actually going to have like single tickets for it. Mm-hmm. Well, call and find out, I guess. Yeah, I tried calling, but I, I couldn't figure out how to call over to Paris. Oh, yeah. So we will figure that out, I guess. All right, on to the next bit of news here. The Tron Light Cycle roller coaster starts construction on Tuesday, the 6th. Um, the permits have it as being completed by August uh, 16th of 2021. Wow. So we'll see if it actually takes that long. Um, uh you know, just because the permits have that date doesn't mean that it would be done before that, or it doesn't even mean it would be open before that. You know, they might just get it done, um, but then they still have to do tests and stuff, unless if they're actually considering, like, to open it right away. Right. Uh, what's Zach feeling about this? I know he's a big Tron, Tron guy. Uh, he's looking forward to that one. They He actually, I think it was just last weekend while we were doing our podcast, um, they were watching the movie out there. He was watching it with the kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. They like it? Yeah, they did. Actually, I think maybe they didn't finish it or Lucas fell asleep or something because Lucas wanted to watch it again the very next day. So, uh, okay. Yeah, so I. Uh, you still haven't still seen haven't it, have seen you? It. I own it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I own it. I haven't seen it. Um, I promised my friend Andrew I would watch it soon, though. So, um, gotta get on it. It's pretty good. On to the next bit of news. It's kind of like a rumor, but um, apparently the Broadway theater is canceled or delayed. What I'm hearing is that it's most likely more canceled than delayed. Uh, Some of the rumors are that they're going to be doing a Moana theater in Adventureland instead. Um, To me, that doesn't make any sense because it sounds like they would be using an expansion pad on it. And two, uh, they would... um, you know, you're kind of tying yourself down into Adventureland there. Too. Oh, so and, you know, I saw somebody on Facebook putting, street, like, they just find it anything, strange much. that they would cancel that because I guess at D23 this past year, they made such a big deal out of that coming. So they're just kind of like mm, not understanding why they would then cancel such a, you know, thing that they made such a big deal out of, I guess. And like you said, if they do the one in Adventureland, it just seems very limiting as to what you can do there. Okay, so uh, they're going to have the Incredibles take over Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom Park. Um, They can party with Mr. Incredible, Elastigirl, Frozone, and soon to be, uh, you know, from Incredibles and soon to be from Incredibles 2. Edna Mode will make her debut appearance. Um, there's a super dance party every evening, um, on the Rocket Tower stage in Tomorrowland. Which is where they normally... They used to have it there. They changed it from The Incredibles. So now they're just bringing back The Incredibles. What? Oh, they had, um, 
Stitch and uh, for a while, I think, with Chippendale or something. Okay, hang on. Okay, and um, the Guardians of the Galaxy will take the stage at Epcot, so you're going to have Star-Lord and Gamora uh, will join an alien band taking guests on a journey through the cosmos. They're going to feature hits from the awesome mixtapes 1 and 2 um, from the soundtracks of the first two films, building anticipation for the new Epcot show. I mean, Epcot ride. Okay. Uh, so that's the Guardians of the Galaxy coming there. We have Explorers Meet Up, a great bird adventure, and a Dinotastic celebration for Donald Duck will debut at Animal Kingdom. So that first thing I just said, Explorers Meet Up, a great bird adventure. That is the name of the new show that is replacing um, Flights of Wonder. That's what I thought. I was just going to ask you that. Um, and then the Dinotastic celebration for Donald, it sounds like it's going to be like a, a street party type thing, um, where Donald takes over Dinoland in a new character celebration. That could be cool. And part of the incredible summer too, apparently, is the, um, opening of Toy Story World. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which we don't really have to cover. I know. We already know all that information anyway. Some people were really hoping that they were going to announce that it was going to be a 24-hour event for the Incredibles movie, like how they did for Monsters and uh, one other thing, too. There was two. One was when Monsters University came out. They did a 24-hour thing, and they did it one other time, too, but I can't remember for what. All right, and we got some other news here that um, Jose Carioca and Panchito Pistioles is joining a nightly street party in Dino, in um, Animal Kingdom um, called uh, the Discovery Island Carnival, uh, which is features music from the Via, Via Gaia Street Band. Viva, Viva Gaia Street Band? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's through May 5th. So starting February 4th, which is today, um, through May 5th. So um, they will be there um sadly i don't know why it's not going to be a forever longer thing, but i know it's really short it ends in may i know yeah no, before i can even go back down again so yeah okay and <laughs> uh other bit of news here we got um uh some movie news so we'll go over to the movie news we got a new Ant-Man poster and trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Did you... Um, I was going to say, I totally forgot that you mentioned You totally that. forgot to watch it. Yep. Because <laughs> I don't remember. I was out somewhere when you told me and then I forgot about it. Um, good trailer. Uh, nice to see. Um, it looks like they're really going to go uh, all in on this one. Um, it looks funny. It looks great. Uh, watch it so we can talk about it sometime. Okay. Um, we got Emily Blunt is joining Jungle Cruise. So it sounds like she's going right from Mary Poppins whenever she's finished filming Mary Poppins. And hmm. uh, starring in Jungle Cruise with um, The Rock. So uh, what are your expectations of this film? I don't know. It's funny you say that because I was just thinking about it. I kind of forgot that they were doing that movie. Um I mean, is it? I'm guessing it's supposed to be somewhat of a comedy, right? We don't know. 
I don't think they've said. It. I mean, that's what that's what I would picture from it, coming off of going off of the ride. You know what I mean? I would picture it to be somewhat kind of funny, but I don't know. I don't really know what to expect. What do you expect? I expect it to be pretty bad, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I just I don't think Jungle Cruise lends itself to a movie. I think you know Pirates does, Haunted Mansion does, even though the Haunted Mansion film wasn't great. Um, I was going to say, can, I if they don't can get know. that I mean, right, it will be really good. But yeah, I don't think. I don't know. I mean, I think they could do something with it, but I mean, because really, did you think? I mean, I don't think you were old enough to really think about it. But there's probably some people that didn't think Pirates of the Caribbean could be a movie. Yeah, but you I know think what I mean? Pirates, you can do anything on. You, you just have to be pirate type. You know, you just have to be pirate. True. true. Jungle Cruise, like what they're taking a cruise in the jungle probably something goes wrong and they end up stranded somewhere i guess and then they have to get back to base i don't know like <laughs> it's just i think they could have you know with haunted mansion i feel like they could have went deeper with well, that they one. made it a comedy because they got eddie murphy yeah. instead of um you know like I, I th- they've been trying to make another haunted mansion film that'd be more scary but i don't, I don't think it's been taking off yeah i just feel like it could probably if they would have done something where it went on like the backstory of the ghosts or something you know what i mean mm-hmm. and um was a little more serious i feel like that would have it would have lent more towards that than a comedy movie you know what i mean yeah but i don't know i picture jungle cruise being comedy but i can't really tell you what i could picture it being about with being a comedy you know all right we got muppet babies coming back in march just around the corner yeah um now what will that be on disney jr uh that is going to be on disney jr march 2018 aimed for four to seven year olds so i guess i will be slightly outside the demographic when i'm watching that (laughs) um young uh incarnations of um the classic muppet characters baby kermit baby piggy baby fozzy fozzy uh baby gonzo Baby Animal. Joining the main cast is a new Penguin character called Summer. Hmm. Um, also see the return of Nanny, also known as Miss Nanny. Uh, the show will be produced using computer-generated animation and feature two 11-minute stories per episode. So, that is pretty much all we got on it. Uh, I'll be anxious to show the kids that one. Yeah, I think Lucas is kind of already outside that demographic. Yeah, Nathan will probably like it, though. All right. I don't know. Lucas was watching PJ Masks yesterday, so. All right, and we got uh, some rumors here, actually. Uh, This rumor broke today. Um, Japanese newspaper Manichi... Shimbun is reporting that there's going to be a 2.7 billion Tokyo Disney Resort expansion. Um, you know, they, they've already announced that expansion, but it's going to include a third park possibly themed as Tokyo Disney Sky. Hmm. Construction would begin in late, it would begin in 2019, and the new park could open as early as 2022. An official announcement may happen in late April to early May. Uh, to coincide with the kickoff of the 35th anniversary celebration. 
So that is the rumor around Japan. So maybe um, maybe I'll hold off on visiting Tokyo until they're done that third park then. <laughs> all right, and that is pretty much all of our uh, rumors well, and on, news here. Um, what did uh, I send you this morning? Hang on. What? What? I'm just checking to see what else I had. Oh. Okay. No. Sent. Oh. The part where they are talking about renaming Disney Hollywood Studios and the changes or the options that they would. Well, didn't that already use. break a while ago? Yeah, but I didn't know we didn't talk I about it. I think it was before we had the podcast. Yeah. But apparently they're saying that they're leaning towards Cinemagine. Nah. I don't really like any of the names that they have. No, No, they're not. Can you name them all? Do you have them? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Okay, go ahead. So it says Disney Beyond Park, Disney Cinemagic Park, Disney Cinemagine Park, Disney Hyperia Park, Disney Kaleidoscope Park, Disney Legends Park, Disney Storyverse Park or Disney XL Park. So, I don't understand what what Hyperia or Kaleidoscope would have to do with anything. It just seems so random. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, I guess it'd be a kaleidoscope of IPs in in there. And then the only one that I kind of like is Cinemagic. Me too. Yeah. But and that's the only one I can even picture. But I don't really like any of them. Yeah, that's uh. They're not great names. Um, the rumor is that they're choosing Cinemagine, but I just cannot imagine. You can't, <laughs> imagine. Cinemag- <laughs> you can't imagine Cinemagine? <laughs> I can't. And like some people were saying, can you imagine kids trying to say the name yeah, of I it? Yeah, go to Cinemagine Park. They said it'll come out as cinnamon, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's what was so simple about MGM in Hollywood, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, Hollywood Studios is easy. Just call it Florida Adventure or something. I I know. So, I don't know. I don't like any of the names, and I can't really imagine them going with any of those, because they, they're just, they're not strong names, but, um, and then there was two things I was going to share, food-related. Okay. Um, this month, the milkshake of the month at Magic Kingdom's Plaza Restaurant is the chocolate-covered strawberry. Which sounds really yummy. Oh, and all of their milkshakes are bottomless, which I have never eaten at that restaurant, but might need to. They have a different bottomless milkshake every month. And then at, I just sent this to dad because it's a cannoli thing. At Disney Springs at Vivoli El Gelato, Mm. they have a cannoli shake, Mm. which looks really good. Well, so I, I guess we'll see if what? those milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll post a picture. <laughs> Is she laughing at you? <laughs> that was something else. <laughs> uh, so we'll see if that works. Um, I guess we'll go over to the character of the week. Um before I do that, I just want to plug that Oswald podcast again. Um, Disneypedia number one 
launched on Tuesday. We take an in-depth look at the history of Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. And, um, you know, it's a nice 30-minute um, history lesson, pretty much. Um, the next one will be around the middle or end of March, and will be focused on uh, the effects that World War II had on Disney Studios. So, I already got some books. I'm already starting my research. Get that, uh, get that going. I'm looking forward to that one. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, we had—I uh, was supposed to be on Logan's podcast yesterday. Had some technical difficulties. Um, his computer. Uh, that he had he had got a new computer and it wasn't recording correctly so um so today's so today's stay tuned. Me some flashbacks right now uh <laughs> <laughs> all right so we'll jump over to the character week but i'm supposed to be going back on his other next week or or two weeks um and uh, see how you know see if i can get on there again all right so our character of the week is Taryn. From the Black Cauldron. Uh, this was chosen by uh, my dad. Our dad chose, Why'd he choose chose that? Black Cauldron. I asked him to pick a movie and I'll pick a character. So what made him pick that one? I think he just listened to a podcast recently that went into the... like. There's a podcast out there. I forget what it's called. But it goes... Um, it analyzes the films and like what storybook they're based on. And gives you like the original story oh. and stuff like that. Um, so he had just listened to one that was about Black Cauldron and must have picked that one. Now, has he seen that movie? I don't think so. Okay. I was just curious. <laughs> I don't think so. I remember seeing it as a kid. I saw it. Me I too. I saw it over, um, I don't know if you were there, but I saw it at, um, pretty sure it was at Aunt Nono's. Okay. That's where I remember yeah, it from. Okay. So, so yeah, must that's be. That's the only time we saw it. <laughs> I wasn't really paying much attention then and I was young, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember much. I remember a cauldron, but probably only because of the name of it, so. Yeah, so he was a... Terran was a foundling discovered by Dalbin. I don't know what that means. So if you've seen Black Cauldron, you will. I would not. Um, in the early development stages of the film, Terran's age varied between 12, 15, and 20. Hmm. The animators settled on the age of uh, 14, which was not one of the options. So <laughs> Interesting. Um, I got some other trivia here. I don't think he has much trivia, really. Um, he's the first human protagonist, Disney protagonist to have red hair and green eyes. Quasimodo is the second. Hmm. Um, now, what movie did... I mean, what year did this movie come out? Uh, Do you know that? Yes, this was 85? Um, let me double check the year. It was in the 80s. Um, Taryn would have been more ruthless in earlier versions of the films. In the deleted scenes, he killed a lot of the Horned King's guards with the magic sword. Hmm. Uh, due to the financial failure of the film, Taryn is rarely featured in Disney mer merchandise. Yeah, I was going to say, that's definitely a movie you don't hear about. I feel like that, Atlantis, and Treasure Planet are pretty much in the same boat. 
Uh, despite being voiced entirely by one actor, Terrence's voice changes without any in-story explanation, possibly due to his voice actor, Grant Bardsley, going through puberty. Hmm. It's interesting. And The Black Cauldron was released in 85. Hmm, good A job. budget of $25 million and it made $21 million. Wow. Yeah. Um, this is the film that almost single-handedly killed Disney animation with how badly it performed. Really? Yes. Um, this, they were really seriously thinking of, of not continuing with animation for a while there. Now, what was the next movie that they came out with after that? The Great Mouse Detective, which really started the renaissance. Hmm. Um, because they, uh, it, it restored, because it performed, Great Mouse Detective performed well, not like amazingly well, I don't think, but it was good, good enough, enough that they actually, uh, you know, went ahead and decided that, oh, we're, we shouldn't just throw all this away, pretty much. Right. Um, the film's directed actually by the two directors of Fox and the Hound as well. Uh, this I is love the that first movie. Disney film that's rated PG. Hmm. What were the other ones? Yes. G? Yeah, there was no PG 13 or R. I mean, there was R, but they weren't that's doing true. R. True. Um, uh, PG 13 didn't start until 84, so I guess it could have gotten a PG 13. Um, if it was really dark enough, but yeah, so this is one of the films that does not have a Blu-ray release, and a lot of people are probably never will well, either, right? I don't know. I don't know now that they got the three caballeros and saludos amigos on um, the Disney Movie Club, which I just ordered the other day, actually. Um, so mine mm-hmm. should be coming in soon. Um, and it's apparently the uncut version, which actually sh- shows Goofy smoking the cigar uh, that they've edited out since. Hmm. So um, people are thinking maybe they can keep releasing stuff like this as an exclusive, and uh, they won't have to, you know, they'll only have to print them when people order them then, really. That's true. Um, so it cuts true. down on cost. But at least offers it to the people who exactly. want it. So this might be one of the ways that we get. The Black Cauldron, and then the other two films, Make Mine Music and Melody Time. So, um, the hopes are alive now that we finally got uh, Three Caballeros and Sayudos Amigos on Blu-ray. And that is our character of the week. So I guess we can go over to our last six Would You Rathers. Are you doing a Super Bowl character thing? Oh yeah, we have to do that too. The character bowl. Okay, so what we're going to do, I'm going to randomly go through two characters in this Who's Who book, okay? Okay. We're going to pit them against each other and figure out which one is the superior character and is our character bowl champion, character bowl one, okay? We'll do this every Super Bowl if we last that long, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so I'm going to flip through this, but the microphone can pick up the flipping here. Okay, so. Closing my eyes and pointing. Windy Darling. Okay? okay? So we're pitting Windy Darling against Governor John Ratcliffe from Pocahontas. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see how this segment goes. 
So we're taking Wendy Darling versus Governor John Ratcliffe from Pocahontas. And uh, I'm going to read some uh, facts, some facts about him, I guess, well. so that way we can kind of get a feel for the characters here. Both characters. Um, okay, so Wendy is, um, you know, from Peter Pan. She's uh, one of the darling siblings. She likes, um, you know, she hangs out with, with Peter. Goes over to Never Neverland with him. Um, she's kind of like the more... Wouldn't you say level-headed of the three? Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's the caretaker, too. Yeah. Well, you know, she takes care of them all. But she's also kind. She doesn't, uh, you know, she doesn't hold a grudge, is what this book says. Um, She doesn't hold a grudge against Tinkerbell, who is very jealous of her and does very mean stuff to her all the time. Um, True. But she, you know, eventually reaches that point, uh, as the book says here, where she realizes she does have to grow up and she wants to go back home to her family Uh, she doesn't want to stay in neverland and become one of the lost children so um yeah so what we can gather from that she's level-headed she realizes that she has to move on she um is the caretaker like you said she took care of some of the lost boys when she was there too all in all pretty smart person pretty good character um so far, I think she's winning just because I, I don't really like John Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe. So here we go. No, and I think she has, I was going to say, I would think that she's pretty independent, strong-willed, smart. She's got all that kind of yeah, stuff going go. for her. So John Ratcliffe, he's the greedy, power-hungry leader of the Jamestown Settlers. He wants to find gold more than anything else in the world. When he encounters Chief Poh- uh, Pohatan and his tribe... He believes they are hiding gold from him. So he's kind of uh, greedy, he's power hungry, and he's also paranoid. Um, He's willing to do whatever it takes to find that gold, so he's ambitious, I guess you could say, uh, if you want to spin it the right way. (laughs) I see I'm spinning it all the other way. (laughs) (laughs) If he was putting this on a resume, he would say ambitious, he's a Uh, (laughs) go-getter. We can't show biases. Determined. Um, Determined, yeah. Privately, he displays great doubt about his own abilities, uh, while outwardly he is a strong figure. Um, So he he never wants to let his inferiors see his true insecurity or have a reason to question him. So I think if these two were to face off, right, not just as being the better character, but actually if they were to fight, okay... I think Wendy would win because I think she's more level-headed. She, uh, you know, I think Ratcliffe would get very insecure about himself when he starts getting his mm-hmm. uh, behind kicked by a twelve-year-old girl, and he will <laughs> um, fall apart by his insecurities. His men would turn on him. It'd be great. I'm picking Wendy Darling as the winner. What do you think? I say the same thing. I think his insecurities would get him. His greediness would get him. And overall, a kinder person usually wins things over a greedy, selfish person who only cares about themselves. Exactly. And at the fact that he would stop at nothing to get the gold, whereas, you know, like you said, it could be seen as ambitious. It would also probably be a weakness. Yeah, Wendy is the... Um, what was I going to say? Wendy is the... 
Dang, I forget what I was going to say. She was something. Winner? She was something. <laughs> yeah, she's the winner, I guess. But I was going to say something else. Um, you know, she's the calm, collected uh, one who yeah. can uh, take control of a situation. Wouldn't lose sight of what she, yeah. And wouldn't lose sight of what she was really doing. Of course, yeah. And I feel like, um, you know, Ratcliffe, like we said, he would just fall apart under the pressure. Okay. Um, so that is our first character bull. Very messy right there but uh maybe by next year we'll be a little better at it um i'm thinking for march madness we'll do maybe like a some sort of rating um bracket wise um not maybe not a characters but of something maybe movies yeah let's do movies because you know the march magic will be the attractions that they always do so we could do movies i think that what we should do is do movies but have our people on facebook like and we'll share it obviously to get more people to vote but like you know what i mean like we should have rounds like yeah, there's definitely. these movies yeah. and then narrow them down and but that way we have more people involved It'd too. Be each week because uh, march madness is longer yeah. than the super bowl so well that's what yeah. i figured yeah so this we had to just so do a random a movie character off. bowl i guess we could have started it at the beginning of the playoffs and just took maybe we'll do that next year instead of random maybe we'll just take some characters yeah. and put them in a bracket for um see who wins the character bowl next year um yeah but we'll have to put wendy in there because she won this year so maybe she can have a chance to uh you know um keep her t- defend her title defend her <laughs> um so that's our character bowl we will go over to our last six would you rather questions and wrap this puppy up okay so would you rather live on the Great Barrier Reef or in the Par home? In the where? Oh, the Incredible home? Yeah. Or in the Great Barrier Reef? Yep. Um, I feel like I know where you're going to go, but I don't know. You seem to not know yet. Very conflicted here. I think it'd be well, cool I would to say... see the world and you know live in the Great Barrier Reef, um, but there's sharks. Uh, second, there is um, if I live in the Par household, it doesn't mean I have powers. So then I'm just jealous of all these people that have powers. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe I'll just go with that because it's still like a regular life, and you know I might be able to let them it, they, they, help you. Yeah, they might. Um, you know, they might be, um, I might be able to manipulate them to use their powers for me. So I guess we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, okay. Just because I feel like it's just so beautiful and you could see so many different creatures and animals. And from there you can, like you said, travel the world. You can get to anywhere pretty Which much. Which one did you think I was going to say? Par oh, House. Okay. So I guess I did not disappoint. Nope. Okay. Would you rather be able to speak to whales or live in a world of anthropomorphic cars? Basically, live in the cars world or speak to whales. Uh, live in the cars world. I wouldn't have to drive. I'd have they to can drive me to wherever I need to go. Um, speaking in the whales, I mean, there's not that many whales around me. It wouldn't really come in handy. Well, that's what, yeah. I mean, what do I really need to speak to whales for? <laughs> So, I'm going to go with you on that one. I think that'd be cooler than speaking to whales every 
you know, a few times in my Every life. Every time you go to the the, the aquarium. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, this is a weird question. Would you rather smell like cotton candy or strawberries? Would I rather smell like cotton candy or strawberries? That's the question? Yeah, weird question. Yeah. Strawberries. <laughs> I don't know what movie this comes from, but... Um, I'm assuming Inside Out, maybe? Maybe. That's the only one I could uh, picture. Strawberries instead of cotton candy. I like strawberries more. Mm. I was going to say strawberries over cotton candy, just because I think it's less... I don't know. Cotton candy can be overwhelming. Mm. So, strawberries are pretty good. Um, would you rather live with Kari, the babysitter, or Mo? Mo is the little guy on Wally that's like a robot and walks around and cleans the floors. You know what I'm talking about? The little white square-looking oh, yeah. robot. And what's the other one? Uh, the babysitter from The Incredibles. And what's the question? Would I rather what? Live with. Which one would you rather live with? I guess the robot, if it can clean. I'd go with the robot, too. Not only for that, but the babysitter seems like kind of a spaz. I don't remember her. <laughs> I, have, I would have to watch again. She was watching Jack-Jack, and then the guy came to the house and got Jack-Jack. Yeah. Remember? She kept calling them. Oh, yeah. And left, like, 20 messages. Um, okay, would you rather have Dory's memory or Anger's temper? Um, anger's temper because I want to. I have a really good memory. I cannot imagine b- having Dory's memory. Yeah, I would not want her short-term memory loss thing. I mean, what is the benefit? I mean, I guess unless you do some pretty bad things that you want to forget. But let me tell you, these questions make me sound a like a terrible person, though, man. I'm making all these <laughs> decisions of how it benefits me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's why you would make a decision, though. <laughs> All right, who would you rather invite to your next birthday party? Randall or Bruce? Uh, Bruce. Okay, why? Because uh, Randall's evil. Bruce is trying to change his ways. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. Randall has, he's selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a sleazy person. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Whereas Bruce is, like you said, trying to be better. He's... Fish are friends, not food. He's trying. He's yep, trying to yep. work his way. <laughs> He's trying. And he didn't really do anything evil. No, it's you an know? instinct for a shark to do that, you know? So Yeah, yeah. And guess what? Whereas if I'm not ble- you know, if I'm not bleeding, then he won't go at me either, you know? But Right, right. He's trying to control himself, whereas Randall has no drive to exactly. be a better person. He's trying to be evil. Yeah. So why would I want him at my birthday party? Exactly. Is that all six? All right. That's it. Yep. Wow. Okay. So that is six would you rathers, 12 total. If you were ever in the position to make decisions about <laughs> your life like that, now you know what we would- <laughs> In a Pixar yeah, world. <laughs> now you know what we would choose if we lived in- What what Pixar stuff we would rather have. Um, but that's interesting. I mean, it changes it up from what's your favorite, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, it kind of, yeah. yeah. So- I guess, uh, where can people find you at? Um, on Instagram at Allgeier Adventures, A-L-G-U-I-R-E Adventures, and you can follow the podcast along at Behind the Dreams Podcast on Instagram. We are on Twitter, BT Disney Podcast, uh, Facebook.com backslash Behind the Dreams Podcast, 
YouTube at Behind the Dreams Podcast, um, which isn't very active right now. Uh, we're on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Please rate us on the iTunes store. You can also email us at BehindTheDreamsPodcast at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, corrections, if we got anything wrong. You can tell us what you would rather uh, out of those. Um, and you can even go really detail about why you would choose that. Um, or you could be like me and just choose whatever would benefit you the best. <laughs> and be greedy about it. Be a real John Ratcliffe about it. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Although you would lose the Super Bowl I, against I would, yep. Windy. Windy Darling. All right, so our character of the week was Taryn from Black Cauldron. Our character bowl winner was Windy Darling. And I guess we will catch you all next week. See you later. Low battery. <laughs> See ya real soon. <laughs> <laughs>